0: Through Thick and Thin is a 12-month journey to discover your truest identity and calling in the Lord. Designed by and for young Vietnamese Catholics, this podcast welcomes special guests to discuss the intersection of faith, life, and culture. Now here's your host, Vivian Nguyen.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Through Thick and Thin. I'm your host, Vivian Nguyen, and if you are new here, I post every first Friday of the month. Each month is a chapter of this 12 month journey. Happy December, y'all. I know we're all busy prepping for Christmas in this liturgical season of Advent, perhaps thinking of gifts, planning for a trip, decorating our homes, whatever it is. Thank you for tuning in into episode four of Through Thick and Thin amidst your busy schedules. I hope you are and will continue to stay steadfast and consistent with me as we journey together in finding our truest identity and purpose. In episode 3, Anthony and I reconnected with the idea of true God-honoring courage and what it means to push past your fears in order to live your purpose faithfully. It's not always going to be easy. Jesus has firmly said, In this world you will have troubles, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Which means at times we will need to brave the battles no one else is willing to fight, to speak up when our voice is needed, and to stay silent when our ego so badly wants to fire off. And in today's episode, as Christmas is just right around the corner, and we're all busy prepping to bring the Christmas spirit into our home, polishing here and there, let's not forget that our spirit, which lies within us, needs attention and polishing as well. I don't know about y'all, but at the end of the day, I would rather hear someone say, oh, she has such a caring heart, someone who is always looking out for other people and finding ways to serve God, because at the end of time, God's going to judge me based on what I have in my spirit and not my appearance and that leads me to our special guest today whose spirit is just always on fire her mission and the work that she has done to help kids and young adults in their spiritual journeys is just so awe-inspiring not to mention her light-hearted nature and her beautiful testimony let's welcome sister huyen from the sisters of the lovers of the holy cross of dalat welcome sister hello thank you hello everyone I want to start off by just asking how you have been and checking in. Well, thank you. I have been doing
0: well, busy with school, but it's been a blessing to be here to start on a new journey. So currently I'm studying professional counseling in a program at University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota. So far, I'm learning a lot and it's good.
1: That's good. So um, just for some kicks, I want to start off with a would you rather question. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. So the question is, would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life?
0: Hmm. I think I would want a pause button. And because I guess rewind, I I guess whatever you rewind um, every day, you probably have a new opportunity. But I think I am... Just pause button every day so that I have a moment just to pause and reflect what I'm doing at every moment and Yeah. see how God is guiding me and leading me.
1: A good yep. pause moment is like a good time to breathe and just take a take a deep breath. Um, yes. A our Busy Schedule. So before I dive into the serious um, conversation that we're going to have today about a really good topic that I'm so passionate about. Can you share a little bit about your journey to religious life? I um, entered
0: religious life when I was 15 in 1995. I mean, you probably do wonder how I entered when I was 15. It's kind of like boarding school, but not exactly. We also lived with the sisters there and they were our guardian in that sense. And so I think that was why it's permissible for us to live as an aspirant. That's the terminology for someone who's, um, discerning of a religious vocation. And so in that process, I was just a discerner. And I was not a professed sister yet. And so we have to go through formation. I was an aspirant for about eight years, my um, four years in high school and then four years in college. And after I finished college, I entered the next stage of formation, which is the postulancy and then two years of novices. And then that's when I finally professed my vows when I was 24. So I've been a professed sister about 17 years. I started my freshman year in high school and entered the Sisters, um, the Adores of the Holy Cross community. Mm -hmm. And then there, I actually didn't know where God's calling me, but I felt this inner peace Mm -hmm. that God's calling me to religious life. And so I think as I live more in religious life and deepen my love and my relationship with God, I understand where He's calling me and where He's calling me
1: in this vocation to religious life. Did you have to grapple with any insecurities or fears um, along, you know, your journey into discovering your religious life?
0: Yes. So I would say there were a lot of hurdles that I had to encounter, which was strengthening my faith in the sense, I don't think that I'm where I am at right now, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for forgotten to leave me where I am at right now. I think that when I was younger, I knew who Jesus was himself, mm-hmm. but I think that the more that I got to know who he was and be able to deepen the relationship in religious life that helped me to find who he was in my life and some st- struggles and hurt were because I think that um, I truly didn't know what my vocation was yet even though I was in religious life I was still seeking it and finding out where he's calling me and so I think that the moment when I really understood he was calling me to religious life I um, was very happy and I felt my relationship with God deepening. And so some struggles I had in between, of course, was just minor things like um, sometimes questioning when I had difficulties countering different people and situations in life. I always wonder if this is really the path God's calling me. But in the end, no matter how I doubt what I'm doing, God always led me back to where I need to be.
1: Yeah, that's awesome to see like probably like a 14, 15 year old girl. Um, almost like Mary is saying yes to God's, um, calling. That's, that's beautiful.
0: Yep. So I would say yes. So, um, in relationships that we, we don't know what lies ahead, but if we put our trust in all, we're saying, we willing to listen to God's will Mm -hmm. and to find out where he wants or is calling us to like Mary, she's willing. I'm pretty sure her not knowing where God wants her, but then her willingness to say fiat and yes to God's will and his invitation and then mm-hmm. God leads.
1: And just out of curiosity, did you join like here in the US or did you join in Vietnam first? So I um, entered here in the US. Okay, I see. And then you were brought right into Our Lady of La Vang to serve?
0: Yes, yeah, so when I came to America when I was two, I started faith formation at Our Lady of La Vang and then grew up, went there for 12 years in the Vietnamese and the catechism program mm-hmm. for 12 years. And oh, I see. When I was in the meantime, when I entered religious life when I was 14, I was also part of the Vietnamese program and also the catechism program there at Lebanon. Yeah. So I've been there for a long time.
1: Yeah. Well, sister, the reason why I chose the topic, Let Your Spirit Be Your Most Attractive Quality for our episode today, is because nowadays in my generation, We want our physical traits to be our most attractive qualities. And we spend hours and hours like endlessly scrolling through social media, spending time with people who don't make us better, but only causing us to fall in the trap of sin even further. Even like listening to certain types of music that goes against our Catholic faith to just fit in and look cool. We truly believe that these things will set us free. But in Galatians chapter 5 and in Romans 8, which will be the foundation of our conversation today, St. Paul reminds us that we can't serve two masters. The flesh has desires against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. St. Paul continues to say, the one who sows for his flesh will reap corruption from the flesh, but the one who sows for the spirit will reap eternal life. So from this, we know that we have so much more to offer than our physical traits, our looks, our music and or athletic abilities, that the most beautiful thing we have to offer is our spirit. And I see that very clearly in you and in your own testimony that you just shared to stepping into religious life. So I want to start off with this question. What has this flame that is burning in you to embark on this mission where you vowed to live in poverty, chastity and obedience? Which genuinely boils down to simplicity and submission, taught you about your spirit, your relationship with God, and your relationship with others.
0: Living by the spirit in this, in the sense of finding God's will in my life, and so understanding where God's calling me, and then, so that's where um, God led me to this religious vocation. And so, I think for a lot of young adolescents nowadays or young adults nowadays, they're seeking for what. They think they want and mm-hmm. so in, a, in reality if we want to seek for the spirit we have to seek for God's will mm-hmm. but if we seek for the flesh that's like seeking for our own personal will and so if we want to seek for the spirit we have to find
1: what God wants for our life which would give us the deeper happiness that we need and how and how has that shaped your connection with God and perhaps with others as well as you embark on this journey of saying yes to God's will So I find that because I've looked and seek for God's will in discernment-wise,
0: searching for God's will, I find that many times even in my struggles or anything, I know that He would guide me in the right path. And so always finding what God wants in my life will give me that inner peace and inner happiness that Mm I am seeking. Sometimes even like all the struggles you have, it isn't necessary um, that stuff and it's so it's just more like helping you to grow in mm. your faith to strengthen you and to teach you perhaps God is teaching you a virtue that perhaps you're lacking mm-hmm. and so if you trust in God and seek for him in moments that you are down or struggling and then he will guide you and direct you in what you need to do but if you don't stick to him you will sh- suddenly be led astray and mm-hmm. so always stick to God
1: Could you speak a little bit more about when you vowed to live in poverty, chastity, and obedience? How does that help you grow in your own spirit?
0: Uh, So we profess the three vows of chastity, obedience, and poverty. First of all, chastity as in you dedicate your life to God. So with chastity, um, we're not confined to one individual like in marriage life. If we're called to religious life, is that we have the time to give to others and of course dedicate time to prayers which help us deepen that relationship we have with God and also in the time that we do ministry it helps us to go and help others and that's the time we use to go and show others our love and God's presence in their lives. And then with um, obedience it helps us to understand what Mary did in her life too. We followed the role model of Mary who said fiat to God's will and so in our vocation As religious, we are obedient to our superior. We have our superior there to help us, guide us in our direction. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
0: so with poverty, we live a simple life and so in extravagance so that we can share what we have to help those who are more in need.
1: Yeah. And speaking about poverty in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 St. Paul says, I say then, live by the spirit and you will certainly not gratify for the desires of the flesh, or in other words, gratify for materialistic things. And so could you help us understand more about, you know, what St. Paul means by that and what does it mean to live by the spirit? Um, And second, why is it so important to die to ourselves, to die to our flesh?
0: Alright, so let, let's let start out with the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which is in um, paragraph 1832. It talks about the fruit of the Spirit, which is charity, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, generosity, gentleness, faithfulness, modesty, self-control, and chastity. So as you see in those fruits of the Spirit, God allows us to have those fruits to help guide us in our life, but if we don't keep them, or mm-hmm. live by that spirit, and then of course we would fall into sin, which would be the vices,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or the capital sin we would say, and that would lead us astray.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When we live by the spirit, we live with the fruits of the spirit. But when we do not, we follow the flesh, we're, we're living um, against what God wants in our life. Mm-hmm. And so those vices we would say, capital sins which are um, pride, greed, envy, wrath, lust, gluttony, and sloth. And like you were saying, um, many young adults or youth these days feel that um, they are tempted in that area. And in that sense, even moments when we are tempted, we have to look to the fruits of the Spirit to help guide us because God allowed for those fruits to be there in our life, but if we are willing to take it on, or ask for those in moments that we are in doubt, or, or we're struggling, or we are um, encountering difficult moments in our life, we have to stick to those fruits so that we know what God wants in our life and how to live it.
1: And for young adults, what does it look like to die to ourselves? What does that mean? Can you help us like, understand that for young adults like me?
0: Dying to self in the sense where um, you live for others. And so the best command, the greatest commandment is to love God and to love others. When we die to ourselves, it does not mean that we forget our identity, who we are as a person, but we continue to live that so that we can strengthen our virtues and the fruits of the Spirit so that we can live for others. Share your love with others, as in when people are in need or you find someone who needs comfort, you come and just show your joy and your happiness in moments that they are in need of you. And that's just simple living of how you can live out that spirit in your life.
1: Mm -hmm. And so I I do want to reemphasize that the focal point of this podcast is to help young people out there discover their truest identity and purpose. And I think a huge portion of that is determined by how we choose to live daily. I want to especially encourage my girls out there that what you put out there matters. As women, we have this mindset of, I just need this guy's attention and that means I'll do whatever it takes to achieve that. But if attention is only based on our bodily appearances, then others are missing out on the most important and beautiful thing about us and that's our spirit and the reality is if people don't recognize that our true value um, lies within us and only focus on our appearance they will most likely place their attention somewhere else very quickly because anything that belongs to the flesh or anything that belongs to this world is fleeting so for both the guys and the girls out there if someone was scrolling through your instagram page right now What are they going to see? How are you portraying yourself? How are you using your language? Does it align with your convictions? And it's not just about yourself and keeping yourself accountable, but it's also about keeping others accountable. St. Paul talks a lot about encouraging and building each other up and being careful to not cause others to sin. So the message we convey through how we talk, even how we view others, what we show, what we listen to, are just so significant. Now, people who are listening to me say this might think, well, Vivian, you're basically just telling me to not have fun. Dying to my flesh is not fun. Pursuing what's pure, loving, kind, patient, self-control, and like Sister Huyen said, the fruits of the spirit in general, they're just a set of rules that prevent fun. And I don't understand why you're just teaching me to not have fun. So what would you say, Sister, to people who carry that perspective?
0: So I would say that, um, oh in addition to what you were saying, um, appearance on the outside and so sometimes we just think that um, appearance is important and so we people just look to us of how the way we look on the exterior but in reality if we look internally and when you encounter a person, of course you do see the appearance outside but when you get touched by a person you get touched by how they live their life, not exactly of how they look. Sometimes Mm. look can just go away. What carries on in a person is how they live their life. And so no matter how beautiful you look, one day that would die and Mm. go away. But in the end, how you live your life and how you connect and love others is what lives on. And so Mm. just Wanting um, the young adults to understand that it it's just temporary. I mean, beauty on the outside is just temporary, and so what lives on forever, or even we say an eternal life, is how you live your life, and mm-hmm. so how you have this connection with others. Mm-hmm. And then, so I think that um, back to what she was saying, that how um, we have this thought of like not having fun. So how you define what fun is in your life is. Very different true. for everybody. Yes. And to understand how we define fun is fun going against what God wants in our life rather than um, living by the the Spirit. Sometimes we define fun in our behaviors, in behaviors that cause us a lot of harm. When you um, sin, would you say that you're really having fun? But in the mm-hmm. end, it's like one moment. It's a temporary moment, of, but yeah. you don't have this deeper joy or like for example, if you get drunk or something, um, it's just temporary, but in the end, it harms your body and Mm -hmm. like physically, Mm -hmm. you harm your body. And so that's, I think that we have to redefine what Mm -hmm. we mean by fun as in this, what does fun mean? You can, there's so many ways to enjoy your life. Most of the time um, when we fall into sin is when we totally harm ourselves and hurt ourselves. We just think. The world tells you that it's fun, but we have to distinguish what the world tells us and what God tells us, and that's that's where we say that to live by the flesh is to listen to what the world tells us is fun, but we have to decide yeah. what fun in God's sense is as living by the fruits, and then you can have fun when you live by the fruits because imagine like when you love someone, right? The joy of like giving, um, showing someone joy or happiness in their life. That is, you can say that that is fun, and so we have to just think in our mind and redefine what we mean by fun. And then so, in the sense of how we we can always still have fun, but just not harming ourselves or falling into sin. Right.
1: Yeah, and that's that's so good and so true because because of the way we define fun for ourselves in this world that's causing so much damage to people who are addicted to drugs or to lust or to porn or to anything that harms us physically and harms us like also emotionally and mentally. These are like, I kind of wanted to say like a pandemic that we are actually going through um, as young adults, um, this pandemic of like lust and, and porn and addiction. And so I would also would like to ask What advice would you give to young adults who are struggling with lust, porn, drugs, um, maybe even like secular music or anything that is demonic? Um, And for people who are feeling shame from that, what advice would you give to these young adults?
0: So the advice I give is like try to find friends or like attend events that will give you a lot of strength in your faith in that aspect where we said that music's that will harm us and Mm -hmm. then give us thoughts that led us astray. So I recommend there are many music like in general that would inspire us and so to live a better life or so that inspires to live better. And so I think that or even attend events that will help strengthen our faith and to be around people that inspire us. And so like volunteer at a Catholic event or volunteer at an event that you feel that you can give to the community. Right. And then so I think that in that sense, you feel that you, even though you realize that you don't think you enjoy it, but in reality, once you experience that, you feel so much joy and so much happiness in that sense. And this is the true and deep happiness that you're seeking. But I think that sometimes we look in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we just need to redirect our thoughts and then just look for people or events or like even going to the church or whatever events they have that provide to uh, liven or deepen our relationship with God and with others.
1: Mm -hmm. And something I would add on is also being careful of what we feed ourselves um, on social media, um, what we watch, what we are reading, what we're listening to. A really great example we see is Mary who was only 14 or 15 when she was asked to be the mother of God. In today's world, many 14 to 15-year-old people are extremely focused on their outward appearances. But Mary, she was very intentional about focusing on her relationship with God. She knew that the only thing that mattered is how God saw her, not how people perceived her. So sister, how can we follow Mary's example, especially in this Advent season?
0: Wonderful. So I would um, give advice to the young adults in that sense is that in preparation for Christmas, Advent is a season where we prepare ourselves. And so we model after Mary, who, of course, were like every single one of us. She was human being. She had the capability of sinning, but of course she chose not to, and Mm -hmm. so we have the choice to do that too. And so in our life, it's really all about what we choose. If we want to choose the spirit or we want to choose the flesh. And so in that sense, also saying, oh, do you want to choose God's will or do you want to choose your personal will Mm -hmm. in life? And so in this journey, and I um, challenge you during this Advent season to really give yourself, And to really seek what God wants in your life rather than seek what your will is.
1: I believe that when you seek God's will, you will be happy. Yeah. All right, last question to wrap up this episode as just a fun way to end, and it doesn't have to do anything with what we discussed. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given that you would like to share?
0: Best piece of advice? Mm, To live in the present moment. And so I think that of course we say that um, the past strengthened us to where we are now. In the future, we don't know what what lies ahead, but living in the moment because we don't know what comes tomorrow and also to live in the present moment to love those who are around you because you never know what comes in the next moment. If you live in the present moment and give your 100% to that moment, you will totally, completely feel that deep joy and that fruit of the spirit and that what God wants for your life. And so also always make sure that you stick to God uh, in your moments that you struggle.
1: Yeah. Or well,
0: joyful moments too. Yes. Yeah.
1: A well known advice, but such a needed reminder for each and every one of us to navigate through each day. So thank you for that. And as always, we can't end the episode without the challenges. So first, I want to say the basis to the answer of why your spirit, our spirit matters is because one, God loves you and two, God wants more for you. And the one thing you don't ever want to do is buy into the lies of this world that what the world has to offer is the ultimate best. And this is going to sound harsh and be hard, but I challenge you to get rid of any social media platforms, TV shows, or even a person that's causing you to conform to the worldly goods. Because like Sister Huyen said, there are so many other ways to enjoy and embrace our lives. Seek out places where you could put your faith to work, where you are fulfilling the ultimate law of love and that challenges you to die to yourself. Find an organization to volunteer with that stretches you in good ways. Because at the end of the day, It's what is inside you that matters. And everything that belongs to this world is fleeting and everything that belongs to God is freeing. As always, we're hoping you are staying diligent in journaling before each episode about how you feel and what changes you've seen in yourself and your relationships so that as you look back, you see how much growth you have made. And before we end, um, would you like to lead us in prayer or close off in prayer? Dear God, Please bless us this moment and all our listeners.
0: Please guide all the youth and the young adults as a journey towards you. May you guide them, give them wisdom, love, perseverance, and all your fruits of the Spirit so that they may always seek your will. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: Sister Hannah, it was so incredibly fun to have you here on Through Thick and Thin. Um, Thank you for being here, for sharing your wisdom, and for all that you do. And we wish you all the best in your future endeavors, and especially a very blessed Advent and Christmas season.
0: Thank you, and I pray for all the youth and young adults and our listeners. We just want to say we miss you so much.
1: Yeah, I miss Portland. (laughs) (laughs) Our Lady of (laughs) Love really misses you, I know for sure. Mm -hmm. And thank you to everyone who has tuned into this podcast Once again, you can find us on the free Hail Mary Media app or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're on the app, check out other Vietnamese prayers and sermons and follow us on our social media pages linked in the description area below. Remember to love God more than you fear your cross and we will see you on Friday, January 5th for another episode. We wish you a very blessed Advent and a very Merry Christmas season. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Through Thick and Thin produced at the studios of Mother day radio in portland oregon learn
0: more about this podcast our other shows and other vietnamese content by visiting the free hail mary media app